William B. Irvine. Just as wood is the medium of the carpenter, and bronze is the medium of the sculptor, your life is the medium on which you practice the art of living. William B. Irvine. Hey, 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 welcome to Next Level. Good vibes only. This is Jessica and Darren Salquist, your life coaches, transformational coaches coming at you today. And Darren, why don't you break down that quote that you talked about in the very beginning? I think it's just an interesting quote that just when I read that quote, it just really spoke to me. And this quote comes out of the book, um, A Guide to the Good Life by William B. Irvine. And some of the stuff that he talks about in this is the art of living. And to think about what he's saying, right, that the carpenter, that the, the wood carver, those guys, the individuals, not the guys, but the individuals, women as well, right, <laughs> that are sculpting something out of this raw piece of material, and that's how they express their creative side, like their, 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 their view, what they see and what they're able to create. And then the sculptor taking the bronze, this metal, and then making these great, amazing sculptures out of them. And then the time that it takes to that, right? Such is our life. Taking that moment in time, what we get to live, what this, the time that we're on the planet, what are we doing with it? And this is a big part of where I've been. And I'm just going to talk about the change that I went from the fixed mindset to the growth mindset. I can identify that. That happened for me in 2019. This Again, that polar plunge, going into the water and um, just making that decision from 2018, rolling into 2019, how do I want to show up? And even at that time, I wasn't thinking of the art of living. What I was thinking is I need to make some changes because I don't like where my life is going. I don't like how I'm thinking my processes. I've had some success during that time, but the same side, that success was external. What I wanted to focus was on the internal side. And that's just where I'm at right now. And this, I think why this, this quote speaks to me so much. Yeah. I, I, I like that last sentence in there. Your life is the medium on which you practice the art of living. And I've never really thought of it that way of, basically the the life my life is my medium only life you get right and it's my medium to to practice the art of living and if when you can break things down right and reflect them in a deeper uh, more valuable um, connection to yourself it has so much more meaning in how you can apply that and as we live life and create you know the the medium of our life and also you know it makes me think of a uh, medium of, you know, life in general, like know your medium, like what is your, you know, your gift to the world and to focus more on that, which is your life. Yes. At the same time as I'm thinking, gosh, you know, like what are your talents, your skills, your virtues, all of those things and focusing on those as your medium so that you can enjoy the art of living. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about what we're doing right now, you know, this podcast and the reason that we're doing this is, is we're, we're, we're on this journey as well, right? We are not here to profess that we know everything. We are not perfect. We are working on every single one of the things that we talk about. You know, the conversations that Jess and I have, even at home, our home life, our personal life, we still have arguments. We still have disagreements. I would say, though, they're different than they were in the past. There's a lot more pause, right? It gets to that place of, 
of taking a time and, and moment that, hey, we love each other. We want to spend the rest of our lives together. We want to grow old together. So how, what is this disagreement that we have right now? And how can we make it better? And that's just creating that pause. Where before, I would just react to it. It's just like, you're going to get upset. That's just adding fuel to fire. So I'm going to get upset. And then what happens? We push it to the limit and it just gets out of hand. And then we don't talk to each other for a little while. Versus now, at least now we can kind of work past that. We work through it, yes, because we're we're looking to have the good life, right? Focusing on uh, the things that we have control of, our our virtues, our our things that we're understanding about each other, and then you know creating that pause and doing that self reflection, whether that's together as um, two of us communicating or having self reflection as we journal and have time where we are doing self care on our own, because that's super impactful too, is being able to really do some reflection, you know, when you're actually working through it on your own. Yeah. And a big place for me is just when I create that pause is that it's not, you know, the argument is, it's not about chasing the win. Like, Oh, I'm going to win this argument. It's really now what's in my mind is, okay, let me come from a place of understanding. What is it that Jess is trying to say to me? And that's, I, I worked on this a lot, even when I'm working with other individuals or disagreements maybe I'm having with somebody we're having a conversation is that this is their story. It's not for me to say you're right or wrong. It's not for me. I don't have to agree with them, but if that's how they see it, that, that's their version. That's, that's their perception. It's not for me to say you're wrong, but what can I do is listen and come from a place of understanding. I can be curious and ask more questions. And again, I don't have to agree and, and I just don't, the, the other part is, it's not about being right. It's just having that time to have a conversation and just understand. And I think that place really working on myself is coming from a place of curiosity. Yeah, I think that's always super important when we're, you know, working on ourselves and we're working on our relationships and communication is having that curiosity. And we always talk about curiosity with um, others, right? It is ask the question, you know, those things like that. At the same time is having curiosity um, when it comes to our own self. That's where that self-reflection, asking those questions at the end of the day, you know, did I show up as my best self today? Could I have had a different conversation with someone, someone today? Could I have created this project a little differently today? And and it basically, you know, did I use my strengths today? Did I focus on my virtues? Did I focus on my strengths? And a lot of times, you know, that's the the curiosity that you can have with yourself. And you can answer those questions. Yes, no, um, journal it and, you know, be able to dive down a little deeper to see if, you know, there's something more to it that, hey, how would I make this improvement? What would I do differently? Yeah, there's another area. There's another book called Constructive Living. Um, an individual named David Reynolds uh, wrote the book, and he says in there, he goes, our behavior is controllable in a way that our feelings are not. There's a very special satisfaction for the artist of living who works within life's limits to produce a fine self-portrait. The more control we develop over our actions, the more chance we have of producing a self we can be proud of. Here's to practicing the art of living. And that's just another thing that just speaks to me about taking that time, what, what Justice said, when, when we react to a situation or a stimulus and we have the reaction versus taking a pause to respond to that, to that stimulus. And when we just react, 
later we might have regrets. Later we might think, oh man, I, I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have reacted that way. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said those things or maybe have done those things. And that's just, that's just by us reacting. That's just giving in to that spontaneous feeling. And those feelings we don't get to control. Those feelings, I don't, I don't get to control how I feel when something happens to me. What I get to control is my behavior. And that's, I think, an important part to really identify. Our feelings are there to, to, to notify us. Like, hey, something just happened to you. Hey, this person's saying this. Why am I getting upset? Or why am I getting sad? Or whatever, right? That feeling that we have that's coming over us. And then the pause... Then to make that choice, well, with this feeling, what is my action? How do I want to show up? Versus the reaction when we don't even have that pause and we just react with the first thing that, with, with, with what we've been doing with our, how we have been showing up, right? If you've been always a reactor, that's how you're going you're gonna to react all the time when you hit that stimulus until you make that decision to stop and pause and to say, wait a minute, I don't want to react that way. I don't want to be angry anymore. I don't want to yell or do these things or whatever it is, right? Whatever we feel is negative, how can we stop and pause and do the opposite of that and then come from a place of understanding and curiosity and control to some degree that feeling and work on the identity, right? This is what we've talked about before, the identity, behavior, feeling, leading with the identity, not leading with the feeling, creating that behavior that then then creates that identity and that's definitely something I've done in the past, where I've, I've led with the feeling, which then created that behavior. And then that behavior that was created <laughs> creates that identity of that person like, man, what an asshole that guy is. How that guy just showed up right there. He just got all upset over something that went, I don't even understand. And that is because I led with the feeling. Yeah. I, I like what those two quotes you read um, within both of those books comes back to the art of living. And when you say art, you know, I think, I wonder why he, they put the title art in there. And I think of creativity, right? How do we create, um, our good life? How do we, um, become more creative when it comes to some of the things that you were talking about? Just as, you know, we have a feeling, right? It doesn't, feelings aren't bad, even if they're good or if they're negative or if they're uncomfortable, that is, again, like Darren said, that's communication. You know, we're communicating with ourselves at that time because we have a feeling. The cool part about it is, hey, we have the choice to be creative about how we're going to respond to that. The feeling is telling us something. It's a communication. And then how we respond, as Darren was saying, you know, that's where we get the choice to do so. And so as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, as a feeling comes up, having that pause and, and being able to think creatively for that art of living for me to create a good life. And because of, you know, experience in doing things the same way over and over and it's not working, right? We've all been there where, you know, we, we, we're not thinking of our identity, right? Our repeated beingness. And we continue to do the comfortable thing, which is responding exactly the same or reacting exactly the same to the same stimulus over and over and over again because of the feeling that we're feeling. Instead of pausing, stopping, finding a moment to be creative so that we can create the life that we want to live, create the good life. Because for, for anyone, I could only imagine that when you're having a conversation with somebody and it's not going well and you so choose to respond exactly the same as you've responded every other time, 
Are you expecting a different outcome or are you expecting the same outcome? And more than not, it's going to be the same outcome. Yeah. And the art of living takes work, right? Just like art, creating a masterpiece, working on anything that is memorable, that is going to be put in place in, on a pedestal. To some degree, it takes work, right? These, the, the sculptor of David, the Mona Lisa, um, the Eiffel Tower, all these different things that are there that are the, the pyramids, these things that stand out, the, the, the strength of all of those, the, the time, the essence. And then how did they start? They all started from the ground up, right? They all started the, the sculpture of David, a block of marble. And yet, here this masterpiece was created from it. And it just didn't happen. That took work, right? How many chisels, how many hammers, how, how much work, how many, how many hours that was put into that? And then the creation of it. And then to sit back, take a step back, look at it, and then go back in and work on it. Take a step back and look for those imperfections. And then go in there and make those changes. How can we do that within our life? And that's what I really feel as I'm working on my journaling, I, I've been journaling on and off over the last few years. I haven't been really super consistent with it. And I'm back on that journey again, really working on being consistent with my journaling, starting in the morning trying to, and, and completing in the evening, finishing with my journaling. And that journaling, what that is, what I'm finding for myself is, it's that time to reflect. It's that time to have that conversation with yourself. And that's, I think, the hardest thing. Oh, I just can't journal. I don't, I don't know what to write. I don't you know, know what to put in there. Talk about your day. Have a conversation with yourself. What did you do today? What went well? Celebrate those wins. Give yourself credit for those areas that, man, I showed up well there. I did a pretty good job. And then dissect that a little bit. Why did you show up well? For what reasons? And if you're recognizing that you showed up well versus that means other times that you didn't show up well. So what was the difference? What did you do different? And then by recognizing those things, when that situation arises again, hopefully... By reflecting on how you showed up and it went well that last time, that's what you can lead off with. And that's that pause. There's where the pause comes in again. And that reflection with journaling is, again, having that conversation with yourself to take a moment, also looking at what didn't go well. What could I have done differently today? How could I have shown up to that conversation? Or, again, whatever, your food choices. Maybe I didn't work out today. Whatever that might be, have that conversation with yourself and think about, what could I do differently tomorrow? Yeah. And what do you, what do you think about, you know, I'm just thinking about this now. Um, I did have a client, um, take what their goals are, right. What's important to them and then kind of marry it and cross-reference it with their strengths and their virtues, Mm -hmm. their top five. And so I said, Hey, why don't, um, you write down what your goal is for one, writing it down, super important. So that's part of that journal exercise. And then look at your top five strengths and virtues and share and write it down and say, okay, describe how you're going to use those top five strengths and virtues to help you accomplish that goal, right? Creating the good life, you know, creating happiness, because if that's the most important goal to them right now in their life, then how are they going to, you know, meet it. And what I love and what we've learned through this process um, individually is that when we focus on our strengths with the things that are most important to us, we're much more successful 
than trying to apply things like our weaknesses or other virtues that really aren't even um, part of our daily life or important to us. And so I wanted to know your thoughts because I haven't shared with you that um, idea that I had that I'm working on with a client on is, is just taking that goal, what's your, what's most important to you right now, and then relating that to how are you going to um, make that goal, right? Be successful with that goal when it comes to your strengths, virtues. I think, you know, in that, I'm going to bring it back to the journaling of where to reflect on it, start your morning off, write it down. How do you want to show up to, to what, what steps can you take in the morning? And it's not think about 24 hours. I, I, same thing when I work with my clients about eating, when we're trying to remove certain foods, get through the day. Don't think about the day. Think about just your morning. First, let's just let's start off as soon as we wake up. Our goal is to get to noon and not have to fight those cravings and not have any of those foods that we might be craving. And once you get to noon, great, you did it. Celebration. Now, let's go from noon to bedtime. Now, our goal is to get to the bedtime without having some of those foods that we're craving. That way, we break it up. And then there's the wins, having those little micro wins, recognizing the celebration, celebrating, celebrating, and then leading with that goal in mind. So starting your morning off, how are you going to show up? And then at the end of the day, reflecting on how, what went well for you to succeed. And if the things that went well, let's lead with those, those items the next day. And again, the things that didn't go well, let's learn from those. And what can we do opposite of that? Yeah. Well, and so, so my question to you is how do you feel about, you know, taking, having somebody take their strengths and applying them to their goal and then journaling how, how would you meet your goal by using these strengths so that they're identifying like, okay, this is who I am. These are my strengths and this is my goal and connecting their strengths and their goal together in a process. And I think it's going to be on a case by case basis, right? I mean, how that individual one, where's that individual at in their life? Is that something that they feel having that conversation? Is that something that you feel that you could do and then lead off with that way? If that's, if that's something they feel they can do, okay, what does that look like then to you? How, how would you go about that? How do we start that out? Yeah. Is that answering your question? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I just, yeah, I just love leading with strengths. I think your virtues and strengths are part of your identity and who you are. And when anytime you can connect your identity to a goal that you believe is the most important to you at this point, when it comes to your health or, you know, a goal in your life with professional or personal, um, I love leading out with the strengths because it gives an individual the opportunity to, really understand what their strengths are. I mean, you can take a strengths evaluation, you know, anytime and you see your strengths, but if you don't ever really truly connect with them and realize, oh, that's my strength. Like when you took your strengths test, you know, there was stuff on there that you may have been like, oh, hey, I, that's, I didn't realize that was one of my strengths. Well, how cool is that? How do we dive deeper to really truly understand ourselves without diving deeper into what our virtues that are our core virtues of, of who we are. And so application to, to what is important to us, um, I think is important because I do think at times we think we have a goal that is really important to us. And we realize after we, we start trying to achieve it, that it, there are other things that might be a little more important. So when we're looking at our virtues and our strengths, I think those, 
really focusing on those help us really realize what our goals um, as we move forward, as we're again, creating that good life, being creative. And that's, you know, all of this, what we're talking about is like the art of living. Yeah. I think, you know, going along those lines is a lot of times we're after the next big thing. We go, we get one thing, we go after, we go after, and then sometimes we haven't even reached our destination yet with one goal and we're already ready to throw in another goal and go after that task. And again, I think that's again, a case by case basis on what, how do you want to show up? How are you doing with this? And let's not overwhelm ourselves. Take your time. We, we have life to get through this. And the stronger that you get, that the momentum that you build, the compound effect, all these different ideas and strategies and, and philosophical ideas to apply those things. And I, I really feel that's how the compound effect is, that Darren Hardy, the compound effect, to where start small, make it simple, build some momentum, understanding your strengths, how are those strengths showing up and helping you be successful, looking at your virtues. And then as you learn, and I guess that's where I'm, I'm at right now. I mean, I'm in, what, three, four years, three, almost going into our fourth year into this. And I'm still learning things about myself. There's still things that are, coming to me that I'm still working on and being profound at. And the, the cool thing is, is that I, I get to step back and recognize like, wow, I have come pretty far. I have made these changes. The old me would have done this. Today we did our seven mile run this morning and, and we're usually during the seven miles, I'd probably walk a little bit uh, during the run. This year we ran up this hill and I was recognized like, man, last year I, I, I probably wouldn't have made up this hill. And then last year I stopped a lot. This year I stopped twice, one to tie my shoe and the other time to look at the map to see what, you know, where, what direction we were going in. Other than that, I didn't stop the whole seven miles. And I was thinking, ah, last year, I probably would have stopped several times. Recognizing those strengths, recognizing the consistency. The reason I'm stronger at my running right now is because I've been more consistent at it. And that's that compound effect. Yeah, making, making that progress, um, doing the things that are important to you and and being able to utilize, um, you know, your goals and your strengths as a combination. And, and just like you just did, you know, you reflected from what was happening a year prior versus to what's currently happening now and, and celebrating it, right? It's fun. Yeah. You know, we reflect on a lot of our performance things frequently, um, you know, just getting back to the gym and, and being consistent days in a row and getting your more runs in and stuff. It's exciting, right? It's, it's exciting to create the life that we want to live. And when you show up every day, right, as your best self, and you're always working, you know, when you think about the art of living and creating a good life is always about closing that gap between what we're capable of and how we're actually showing up every morning. And that's why we, we talk, we say a lot, Oh, how, how are you showing up today? Like, did you show up the way you wanted? Because it's, that's what it is. We're closing the gap to who we are and who we're capable of being. And that's the, the cool part. And it feels really good to be able to, you know, reflect back and say, I've made progress and this is important to me. And this is really what I want to do. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing is, uh, you know, watching movies or you hear, oh, when's it going to get, when's it going to get easy? I, you know, I've been grinding it for so long. When's it going to get easy? It's never going to get easy. Every day is different. And that's, and that's the appreciation for life. If every day was easy, I'm really not sure how exciting life would be. And, and I would say on the other side, it, it depends on how you look at those challenges. A lot of people kind of fall back into that area. Oh, life is so challenging. I just, you know, when am I going to get a break? <laughs> I don't know how to really, do, do you have an answer for that? What would you state to that? When am I going to get a break? Well, I, I think that doing this work and it's deep work and it's not easy and there's going to be trials and tribulations is 
once I realized that this is my life commitment to myself, you know, once I realized like, hey, this is forever, this is forever that I will continually attempt to be the best version of myself, knowing that when I get there, it's going to change. My goals are going to change. And it's not about, you know, getting the break, you know, oh, like sometimes, yeah, people have a lot of things that happen that aren't going for them. Um, You know, what choices are you making? And sometimes it can be very defeating to feel like, you know, when am I going to get a break? But that's, that's just not this, the, the life that we're living. It's, it's about growth and it's about how we can be a good person. And yes, we do want to, to have moments of, um, breaks and self-care and relaxing and, you know, being able to reflect and meditate and do all those things. And those are gifts to yourself. Those are your breaks. You know, those are the things when those moments, when you're like, you know, when do I get a break? So I think, you know, I would say, you know, what, what would you like to do? You know, what, how do you, what would that look like to you? And really dive down deeper in understanding, you know, why, if I'm not getting the break that I want, you know, then what is that actually looking like? And I think through that process, most people will realize that, um, you know, they may even be just explaining it differently and, and maybe not accurately to what they're really expressing or wanting in their life. Yeah. I think taking a, a step back as listening to you talk, gave me a moment to obviously process in my head is what we've been talking about, the journaling, right? That t- take a moment to stop and reflect. If you're not getting what you want, if life is super challenging, then what's your process? How are you showing up? You can't expect a different outcome if you're continually doing the same thing every single day. And so if life is super challenging, you're out there grinding and you're looking for your break, take a moment to stop and reflect. And maybe, maybe in your day, there are those little moments that things are pretty good. Maybe there's, it could only be maybe 30 minutes at times, but that's the time where we want to reflect on and think and give gratitude for that. Not take that little moment for granted, but take it as granted and then decide how can I get more of that? Is there an opportunity for me to get more of that? If there's not, then what do I need to change in my life to do? How can I, how can I bring more of that into my life? And obviously there's got to be a change. If we want something different to happen, then we have to change what we're doing. Yeah, I agree. I I think it comes down to, again, like you said, identifying who you want to be and showing up that day. That's why we talk about protocols all the time is how am I going to prepare myself to show up the way I want today. And that is doing, waking up consistently, you know, around the same time every morning and doing my protocols every morning. And that gives me empowerment, empowerment to be successful, empowerment to, to be the best version of me. And that's part of that, you know, I reflect in the morning and I reflect in the evening, you know, and I think that's a huge part of it. And, and know that I, you know, the deserving factor of, um, I think sometimes people, may not feel that they deserve to be successful and their it's their mindset and it's what they're putting out there in the world that, Hey, I, I don't, you know, they're, they're basically telling themselves they don't deserve it because they never see it any differently. You know, why is this happening to me? When do I get a break? I always have this happen to me, or I always have that happen to me. And when we're constantly putting out there that these things are always happening to me, I never win. I never get picked. I never this, that we're creating right creation, right? The, the good life, it's opposite, right? We're creating the, the future that we are putting out there into the universe. Yeah. Jocko Wilnick. Good. Right. Everything, all those bad things. Good. Good. That's what you're going to learn from those things. And so the awesome thing about this, these are all things about 
the art of living. They are. Figuring it out. And one thing that you stated, very the, the strong part of the art of living is getting a hold of those fundamentals. Eating, moving, sleeping, and breathing. And breathing. All right, you guys. Thanks for joining us today. We've got more coming. Please check out our other podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, give us a shout out. Leave a comment. And don't forget to take your life to the next level. And live that good life. Good vibes only. Peace.